0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Mental Dumbbells, a podcast that inspires budding adults to constantly improve, find out why we're so weird and just figure out life. Yeah, man, because... Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we <laughs> we yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything <laughs> at all, man. Yeah, okay. Sup, fam. fam. Welcome, Welcome to Mental Dumbbells, uh, episode 33. 33. That's right. Yes, 33.
1: So today we have a very interesting guest. You can. on. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> just tired. <laughs> today we have
1: this very special guest with us today. He's gonna talk to us about a lot of things. I can't even, can even <laughs> scratch the surface of like, yeah. It, it's just gonna be an amazing, Joe. So hope you guys enjoy. Deborah, would you mind introducing yourself a little?
2: Sure. So um, hi, hi, everybody. I'm Deborah Ting. <laughs> so I'm an actress. Uh producer director uh, I do a whole bunch of different things I do corporate training as well um, there's I- like freaking 10% <laughs> <Yeah. that
0: laughs> you like must a do a, a 2 hour video of <laughs> introduction <college. laughs> so, uh, I live intense. many
2: lives I'm architect. a marine conservationist oh, yeah wow. I'm an architect uh, you yeah. know so uh, yogi <laughs> awesome. yogi uh, diver. <laughs> diver yeah oh my Jeez. god so uh, many yeah. stuff so yeah impressive. because you know life is so short I just feel like I need to cram everything in in case I don't live this life again, <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know I I've covered everything that I've done everything I want to do. <laughs> so, yeah, live life to the fullest. Live every day as if it's your last day. That's that's my my mantra for life.
1: Mm-hmm. that's a good way to start it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I you. love gravity.
3: Uh, you want
1: oh, you
0: okay. normal or sparkly? Uh,
2: whichever. So. Oh.
0: I don't think you normally you drink sweet drinks, right? Huh? Yeah, I don't drink carbonated. She came in with a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> she came with a cup of tea <laughs> or oh, coffee. 3, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh,
1: oh, three, two, 1 Let's
0: cheers. Cheers! Like one sip will do. One sip will do. Then you can drink coffee. Okay, thank you. I also need chocolate. Then you go and buy coffee.
1: Um, the, yeah the is around the so how should we start today? Wow Kay. there's so
0: much Um just um I on top of my head ah. I just wanna ask more of like family wise mm. Was your family like your your parents somewhat
2: like you <laughs> I'm actually very scared that I'll grow up to be like my parents, you know. Huh? <laughs> and huh? every day the the more the more I see my parents, the more I see myself in them. And mm. and some some parts of it are okay but some parts of it actually make me a bit worried. Like, you know how how, you know, um sometimes parents don't listen and mm. I find that you know, yeah. I, every time I see that in my parents, I, I kind of have to remind myself, okay, please remember, don't become like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <just
0: remember>. yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, 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 totally. I, I, yeah. yeah, okay. I I yeah. Agree, man. Like, yeah. my dad is so stubborn. Yeah, right? <laughs> My dad I'm is my so parents. stubborn. It's just like, sometimes, oh, wow, uh, I don't know. I yeah.
1: know. My, my dad raised like, he's single man single parent raised two kids one well, has uh, depression so like they guy's strong so I won't be like him hey, yeah man <laughs> I
2: mean that, that's a lot to visit for parents yeah. you know they just you know go through adversity they just press on no matter what life throws at them they just keep yeah. going so gangster like, very gangster like. yeah. I, I still feel
0: like like when you look at your parents right you are almost like a direct replica of who you are
2: <laughs> that's, that's <It's>, scary <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah it's
0: a copy and paste but yeah. yet again sometimes we fail to see that like Like, I have my... My father's so stubborn, but like I also very stubborn. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I was like, and then I see my mom. My mom is like, so insistent on having her way. Like I brought them to Jewel. Um, oh, my oh, parents oh, oh, uh, okay. uh, Recently. Oh, yeah. So post
3: post Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's like you know, one one parent want to do this, the other parent want to do that, and then <laughs> you're like caught in between, and then both are very stubborn, and one is like, okay, we're not doing this. I'm gonna go home. And then <laughs> the
3: other one is like no, oh, no sh- we
2: are here. We, we're here. We want to show this. I want to go there. I want to uh, go there. So like you know, my mom is like really adventurous. She wants to run here, run there, do all this. Yeah. And uh-huh. and then my dad is like oh you know this, this is this is boring you know I've uh, seen it already uh, <laughs> I don't want to see it I just want to sit down and, and have coffee or go home so I was like I oh.
0: uh, <laughs> understand yeah, when, do you went to the Shake Shack
2: uh, I saw to... the queue and then I'm like <laughs> oh same, gave same, up same, same. <laughs> I was
0: like no queue, no queue. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went for a shoot at Jewel mm-hmm. then in the morning right, I think about like 9am Ish, right? then yeah. the queue started growing 9am already.
2: already I yeah, mean like
0: don't these guys it. have to work I, I have no idea I think <laughs> oh, all no students lie. and kids <laughs> all <laughs> never go school just to go shit yeah because now
2: it's June holidays right so that's why oh, right.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. then uh, at night right mm. uh, the queue was there until about like 5am like, oh, no, not, not the shik It's for the Burger King eh, no not Burger King uh, A&W Huh? Yeah. Five AM,
2: but AW can eat anywhere. Why must go do yeah. have to eat?
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I think it's just the hype, right? Singaporeans, you queue, got queue already, then Then you do a long long. Enjoy, Find just joy. the longest queue. Enjoy. Let's stay at UT, so it's
1: nearer for us to go to Malaysia uh, right
2: eat. <laughs> <That's> Malaysia, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then it's like you know, how much cheaper some more. Yeah, Malaysia you
0: still you have, man. Malaysia still have. And you go and Where Malaysia?
1: It? Malaysia yeah. at, uh, at some shopping center. I really don't know. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I'm more into like toys and fun stuff and arcades. So.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm if,
1: a kid. If, I'm a kid.
2: Yeah. If you go to Malaysia, yeah. you must eat the Magnum ice cream. The, oh, really? It's so much cheaper than Singapore. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, yeah I man, like movie. we go in there, go to a petrol <laughs> chaos. Then we, everybody take one. <laughs> then like legit, it's the only thing we do there. Really. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wait. i will talk about something that uh, I think today. That's why, like, it's something important to me. Yeah, I feel like a lot of a lot of people are facing like sexual harassment. You have this show called Under the Carpet, right?
2: Mm, yes, Under uh, the Carpet. Hashtag Me Too. Ah,
1: yeah. I see. Oh, so would you mind like uh, sharing some some insights about the show and like introducing it to the, the viewers a bit?
2: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So under the carpet, Hashtag Me Too, it's um. It's an 18-part uh, talk show about sexual harassment. So we are looking at sexual harassment from uh, different perspectives. So for the 18 parts, so every three episodes, we have uh, a different guest. Mm. So uh, each guest will focus on a different aspect of sexual harassment. So like for uh, the first three episodes, it's uh, we had Anisha Joseph, who is the head of Sexual Assault Care Centre, on our show, um, she's yeah, so she's she's with aware, so she she comes with a lot of experience mm. uh, dealing with sexual assault victims, and um, and also she comes also knowing um, about the the legal aspect, the law behind it, and all that, right? So so amazing, so so amazing having her on the show because she could give us a lot of the stats and mm. and the um you know the current situation, the calls that she's getting, you know, since um the Me Too campaign started, mm. right? they've had had an increase of um, almost 80% number of calls. I mean, not that there are new cases, you know, all these. I mean, the thing is that sexual harassment has been going on for so long. Mm-hmm. and um, But the 80% increase are actually old cases. It's just people now finally having the courage to come forward to talk about it. Oh. So it's actually been going on for a long time. And which is why I think this show is, is so, um, yeah, this topic is so important right now. Mm. And I'm so happy that since we started the show, right, we've had more more... more people coming forward and we've got like students actually reaching out to me to ask me to, um, you know, to give them, uh, to talk to them about what's been happening and and to kind of like validate what they are feeling and what they're going through in, you know, at their schools Mm. and some of them have done projects about um, this, the talk show as mm. well. So which is amazing, um, because that's what we want to do. We um it's hosted on um the Manta Picture YouTube channel. So M A N T A P I C T U R S Manta Ching, Picture. Ching. Ching. Ah, down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, so basically we put it up there, we did this, made it free for everybody so that everybody can can feel that they are not so alone that mm. if you're going through this, look you're not alone because a lot of people go through it Mm -hmm. and um, it's about having the courage to come forward and to talk about it, to confront it. Know that it's not your fault when it does happen and also to deal with um, certain aspects of victim blaming. A lot of people, when they they go through sexual harassment mm. they feel like oh maybe I contributed to it in some on some uh, level yeah, and will. that is such a normal thing to go through yeah. um, uh, but that's why they don't talk about it right? yeah, yeah that's a part of, of why they don't talk about it mm. and a part of it is also because of the shame that sometimes people feel that you know that you know I can't believe that I allowed this to happen. Like when it happened to me when I was fifteen years old, I always thought that look oh, I'm such a smart kid. You know, and how could I allow this to happen to me? How could I have allowed put myself in a situation where I'm not able to where I lost control, where I allowed an older um a male to take advantage of me in like in that particular situation that I I went through. So um yeah, so it's not it's not your fault, and um and also to kind of like. To uh, get parents to to start to look up for things because very often when your children go through it, uh, you are too young to have children, like <laughs> that, you know. Like uh, when um parents uh when their kids uh, you know get yeah, sexually harassed, yeah. they don't talk about it because they could be ashamed that it had happened. Mm, they may be afraid that if they tell their parents, they uh, they won't be allowed out of the house on their yeah. own again because they are at that time where they're trying to fight for their freedom. Mm. You know that pu- that phase in their lives mm. where they, they want to get more freedom, but at the same time, there are all these other dangers. And parents, you know, being the protective parents that a lot of them are, they will try and keep them safe and they say, okay, then in that case, you don't go for any, any like castings or anymore because, you know, you might be alone with a man in a yeah, room yeah, and yeah. then, you know, things would happen to you. And so it's that, that tussle between like, having their freedom and, and being safe. So, which is why a lot of kids don't tell their parents when things happen. Yeah, and um, out to all of them. Yeah, which is why parents need to look out for these situations to, um, to ask the right questions mm. and to create a safe environment for the children to come forward to them to talk about it.
3: Mm. Oh my
2: God. Not just parents like you know, teachers, you know, people in positions of authority, law enforcement. Uh, yeah.
1: Wow. But like, uh, one of the things like, since both of us don't have much experience in this kind of topic, how, how do you think that we can go about someone that, that actually tries and open up to us and to us? Hey, actually, I've been sexually harassed before. What do you think, like, because we were discussing in the car just now, uh-huh. like, mm. how do you think is the right approach to do, like um, help this person?
2: Well, um, actually, Aware has got a good uh first respondent uh training course mm. that's ongoing, so it'd be good for people to um to go on that course if they're interested oh. to 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 kind of learn how to actually handle these situations. Yeah. I mean, the first thing not to do uh, is to not blame the person. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, and part of that is to not ask questions like, uh, what were you wearing? What were you doing so late at night with this man? <sighs> what did you go to his house for? You know, I mean, those are like a lot of people...
1: Why do you blame the victim?
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know, they, when, they, when they are talking to their friends about it, yeah they probably come from a place of care and concern mm. but they don't realise that the way their choice of words the way they say it make the victim feel like oh yeah it was so stupid of me I really shouldn't have worn that dress mm. you know maybe I, I it was my fault that I let him on to let him think that he could have you know something yeah. more with me than I intended kind of thing yeah oh my so
1: the uh don't ask stupid questions. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just,
2: just be uh, be supportive, ah. be uh, supportive, be caring, um, but just be mindful that whatever, how you ask the questions, um, that there is no no judgment mm. in the way you ask the questions.
0: So if one day it happens to someone, like even a guy like uh, somebody, it happens to me, mm. then what's the next risk, like action that I can take? You
2: know? mm. Um the next action well i mean if action wise you know you might want to go to the police okay is that something that you want to do of course it really depends on uh, the victim yeah. right what the victim wants to do about it cuz so it's very important to respect the the victim's yeah. um position choice, uh, yeah. and the victim's choice exactly yeah. yeah so i mean sometimes it can be very um very tricky especially if it's somebody that they know if it's um, somebody that they work with yeah. or if it's their boss, you know. So wow. it can be very tricky. Like that's, that's true. Yeah, they may not want to lose their jobs. And
0: Any like incognito methods to report?
2: Incognito? Um, you can go to AWARE. Uh, so AWARE have got a, a helpline. So um, the Sexual Assault Care Centre, they you know, you can actually call in mm. and and seek help and uh, whether you want to review who you are or not, is entirely up to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they're they're, they're really good and very well-trained people who are there to to support you, whether you want to go through the legal way. They've also got lawyers to help you as well. And if you want to make a police report, they will also go down to police station with you Uh. if that's what you would like to do.
0: So it's, oh, in a sense, like counselling-wise, or like mm. someone to listen to, I can even call the the hotline, is it? Mm, yes. Oh, okay. yes. So it's not like, as I call the hotline, is when I want to report about something, it's more of like, I need help, uh, someone to talk to, I also can call the hotline. Mm. Right? Yeah,
2: Yeah. Especially, especially when you don't know what to do. Okay. So the hotline is very useful, because mm. sometimes you don't know um, whether you can even go to the police, mm. right? So like in my time, there was no such hotline, so I didn't even know what um where I can turn to to, to ask for help yeah. so today there is such a hotline right so yeah so if you especially Makes if you sense. don't know what to do yeah. this is a, a really um good All avenue line, uh. yeah. yeah good place to go to
1: I mm. like uh, if I was like I talked to a few consultants and they were like if you feel suicidal you can call aware as well then i like okay what is aware then I went to look it up little so like it's it's actually a very very important thing that awareness like I feel like mm. Aware like not a lot of people are aware of aware right now. <laughs> okay. So like, uh, if you are not feeling great, not feeling well, then you are really at the brink of something that's about to go very wrong. Please, call aware. Yeah. yeah we'll put the, the, what's it called? The hotline. Can I caption uh, again? again? <laughs> hotline so in, okay, right? okay, okay. in the description. Hotline oh, in the description. In the description. intern will do it. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah.
2: they like, what? Oh, that's also SOS. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Samaritans especially if Singapore. you've got, you're facing like um depression, so, SOS, I think, mm. is, is very a very good mm. helpline as well.
3: Mm.
2: And they're very good because they actually follow up. I've actually called them before oh. in, in my moments of darkness <laughs> when I was <laughs> okay. going through depression. Uh-huh. So And, and they're very, very good at following up because if they kind of sense that, oh, okay, you know, you might actually... Um, Do something. Yeah, yeah, like self-harm, right? So, they, they actually called me back uh, to oh. follow up with me, to ask me, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling today? Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, respect those to like all of them that you know like work as that that operator. Yeah, like amazing. every day you have to talk to, like yeah. you have to like. I mean, it's it's definitely they have. A mindset they don't want to help people, but mm. it's yeah, it's 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 very heroic thing to do, yeah. Man, right. I
2: mean, can you imagine talking to people who are depressed all day yeah. long? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that you've you got to really like have such a strong uh, spirit yourself, right? Yeah. To be able to yeah. be, you talk to one lady, man, work, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> he talks to me every day, so I, mm-hmm. he's been helping me a lot. But like, mm-hmm. one of the other thing that I, I tried personally was the IMH online, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the, the lady stayed on the line with me for like two hours when I told her. Yo, so like I wanna commit suicide <laughs> And like she just stayed on the line with me for two hours.
0: Is it twenty four like, hours? The yeah it's twenty four
1: hours. <coughs> Why so, yeah, serious She really got my address and everything said like, Okay, you don't do anything stupid, I got your address, got your phone number, anything police or comments. Instagram Like hotlines are, are really damn amazing. I know mean, mm. now nowadays people don't are, are not very keen on making phone calls and everything. La. But like, yeah, if you need a lifeline, right? mm. I feel like Aware, SOS, mm. IMH, this kind of stuff, it would be damn amazing.
2: Yeah, Aware also, um, they, they, they have a WhatsApp line as well. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Ah. Oh.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if SOS has one, but yeah.
0: So I can text like, yo, what up? <laughs> like legit, you can just text them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. It's,
2: it, you know, if like sometimes you, like you say, you know, may yeah. not feel comfortable, ah. but picking yeah. up the phone and, and actually talking especially with your younger generation yeah. uh, nowadays uh, you don't pick up the phone and talk to people anymore no, like, I love calls eh. I
1: really love phone calls like my go-to go-to way to talk to talk to people right, is like get uh, you free? I call you? <laughs> and like have a conversation because it's much more intimate yes. and, like, it's, it's,
0: it's more sincere I feel Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah.
0: do like huh? I don't like to do phone calls Oh. And yeah, now like like texting or send voice messages is the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know, a lot of times you also, you call me also. Big yeah, up. yeah. Then I just like ah okay, I text <laughs> you what you want? <laughs> so like just now you
1: talk about a dep- uh, you went through depression,
0: right? Mm. You were talking about that, when did you like uh,
2: first? Yeah, let's get to know. Oh, that that's uh, many years ago. Uh yeah, I I went through a period of depression. uh when I was actually medicated, <laughs> so oh. I was on antidepressants for a period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you know about it? Like when
1: did you, like, when did you first realise you have depression? This, cause this is one of the things that a lot of people ask me like uh, cause I, I, I talk about depression very frequently on yeah. Instagram, on uh, Bigo, on like all the platforms, on Twitch you know mm. and like people always come up and ask me How do you know that you're depressed?
3: Mm. And like
1: uh, why do you think you're depressed? Uh, like questions about depression, like how to, how to identify depression So like what were your like uh, symptoms I guess?
2: I guess for me it was, uh, I just couldn't function at all, ah. you know. Like, I was crying all day long, ah. I, I wake up in the morning and I feel like, you know, there's no point living yeah. kind of mm. feeling, you know. I just kind of feel like life is completely pointless and I just, you know, thoughts of suicide keeps coming yeah. back in my head. I just did that this morning. <laughs> mm. Was
0: there a very big <sighs> cause?
2: I'm not sure. To be honest, I can't even put my finger on how it actually started or when it actually started. Um I just remembered especially because I was, you know, a lot younger and Mm. then being in the limelight a lot, I just felt also like there's this um and this I don't think is the main cause. I think this just contributed to it because I think I was already depressive. But and then you know I people I just felt very judged all the time and I couldn't step out of my house without like full makeup and being all dressed up because I just uh. felt like people are constantly watching me and judging me and mm. at the time it so happened that um, my uh, my shows were very popular and so I I was recognized everywhere and uh. and then like the odd time when I didn't have my makeup on people would come up to me and, and look so disappointed and say Oh, you got no makeup on and I just felt uh, like really? yeah and then, and then you know, little things would kind of like take me off and make me cry. Like I was at a hawker center, and then um, I kind of like accidentally bumped into somebody, and then and then I said, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then she turned around and said, "Oh, you should be." And then I started crying. What the hell? Yeah, so Some I was rude. like, I was completely have no confidence in uh, myself, uh. and I was just completely like every small little thing, the slightest thing anybody uh. said say to me, even complete strangers say to me, will just make me cry and just make me feel like I just don't want to step out of my house mm. and I'll like stay in bed I just like don't want to face the world kind of feeling oh shit yeah oh. I mean but I don't think it's because of the the acting work or the popularity of the shows that, that caused the depression I think I was already um, heading down that slippery slope and, and all those other things just kind of like amplified it
1: oh, but looking at you right now I bet like it, it's all sort of a distant memory for you right
2: um, I think it comes and goes. Uh, I think there are still days when I wake up and I just feel like, um, what, what am I, you know, what's like, where's my, my life heading and, you know, I just want to end it all. But, um, yeah, but I think it's now I try to focus more on, um, the things that I can control. And, um, actually it was really funny because, um. I turned 50 recently. (laughs) Yeah, and I used to lie about my age all the time because, um, you know, if you tell people that you're in your 40s, Mm. you just don't get any work anymore. People don't cast you. So, but now that I turned 50, and I just almost felt like it's a turning point in my life because um, just months before I turned 50, two very good friends of mine passed away from Mm. cancer. And and it was... um, I guess it affected me in a way, it made me think about life, and made me think about um, how much time I have left in my life, and 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 I realized that oh my god, if I don't live life exactly how I want to live it on my own terms, um, I could, it I could just die and not have lived, you know, and so um so when I turned fifty, it was just kind of it made me feel like hey you know. I'm gonna say screw you to whatever you think of me and mm. whatever you know your your expectations of me are because I'm living for me. I'm going to just do exactly what I think is important to do it with my life. So like you know the talk show about sexual harassment, things that I want I think I important mm. to do. I'm gonna just go and do that. Things about like um, marine conservation, things which. I think are important, I'm just going to go out there and do it, and not worry about what people are going to think about me, that I'm not going to get cast in anything anymore, because I, I, I talked about, you know, sexual harassment that could have, that happens in the media industry as well, and um, so, yeah, so I guess being 50 gave me that, that that new courage, and also, I mean, having like close friends who had passed away kind of like made me realize how how little time I, po- I I could have, you know. I mean, I could die tomorrow, and and I want to die knowing that I I did the most of my life. That you know, that, thank you God for <laughs> the time that you have given to me, and I I did my done best with it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah.
1: well, like, mm. just, just like straight up, you don't do not know 50 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right, right. I don't
2: feel 50 but the thing is that you know people see that number on, on your casting form and they're like oh okay we're gonna have to age you so we're gonna give you these uh, old people glasses and we're gonna like make you put your hair in a bun and can you take off all your makeup kind of thing so straight away yeah people just wanna age you <laughs> uh-huh. all the time yeah
0: I would say like 37 will be the age i give oh you oh my
3: god I love you I should not
0: I should not really, really. Yeah, yeah. I think Thank you. 37 I,
1: I
3: don't yeah. think you look
2: 50 at all, at all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very <laughs> like, I don't feel 50 <laughs> and I, I always feel like when people make me like do the 50 oh, oh, year old uh, uh, roles I always uh, feel like okay I have to act uh, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah uh, I
2: feel so much more comfortable in yeah like someone in their 30s or or yeah. even 40 I don't really feel that old right mm. but Hey, what to do? <laughs>
1: oh, you age <each> them well. <laughs> thanks, thanks. It's about well.
2: sleeping a lot. <laughs> Very yeah. important.
0: Yeah, I think sleeping a lot. Yeah, sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we need to get more of that also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but on another like because we are always constantly talking about like self confidence all this sort of stuff. It's like yeah, like now, and okay for the past right when you are pursuing so much uh in your career, mm. like like in your life what. Things in a way made you more sensible, or any events that kind of like was a very big point for you. Woke you up, yeah. You know Ooh. those like like like, like That's something a that good question. yeah that taught you a lot of stuff. Because like we can sense that very mature uh, person in you, yeah. the way you talk, the way you present yourself. Because yeah. are you serious? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I feel
2: like way. I'm such a kid in my head. But, but without
0: yeah. But without <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. without the two. Serious tone. It's like mm. it's like we feel that you are mature and you get a lot of things. You you achieve so much stuff, but yet mm. you still have that very, uh, playful and like fun Don't of, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, I you
2: gotta have fun in life, man. Yeah. Don't take life too seriously, man. Is like this long because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm very old. By the time you get to my age, you also have a long potential. <laughs> trust trust bye,
1: me. Bye. You're still so humble, still so <laughs> yeah. nice. To, to, because there's to still know so much you know. to learn
2: in life. I mean, I learned so much from talking to you guys. Like you know, all the things about social media. Oh my God, you taught me so much.
1: <laughs> we're still learning. Oh, we're still learning. But like, yeah. What What was we that? all are. <laughs> What's that, that, that? point that made you, you, your defining moment in life? Yeah, that's that's, I good agree.
0: Yeah. Or like maybe we we say like uh one important lesson. Yeah, or one like, important lesson. Yeah. Because, like, for 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 mine, like, for now, my turning point was more of, like, when uh, I was thinking about how I represented myself in front of my parents and, like, how uh, my actions in my life was gearing towards a future that I didn't like. Then, like, uh, and things around me, and like, family situation, uh, that, that couple of years all coupled together then made me more uh, self-aware, uh, aware, yeah, self-aware that where I'm going, what am I doing, those exponential crises, those kind of stuff like that. And then like, mm. uh, from then onwards, I met a few people that like taught me that, like, oh, you know, you can Google all this type of stuff. Mm. They're like, we Google, we, we learn, and we grew. So like, is there any like kind of thing in,
2: in- You know, that's such a good question. Yeah, um, yeah now that you're asking me, and made me think, I think there are two, two major points. Um, one is- when i turn 50 like i said cuz it made me g- really make me um, sit up and and think that you know i'm just going to say uh, can 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 swear or not can okay, okay, of course yeah. <laughs> i'm just going to F- say F- fuck, 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 <laughs> i'm just going to say fuck you to to everybody and yes. because like as an actor right you're always there trying to please people trying to please people trying mm. to be what other people expect you to be yeah. and trying not to uh, open your mouth and say too too much and even yeah. though you may have thoughts in your head you know, I've been told that, you know, you got to kind of like pretend to be a dumb blonde, kind of or yeah. a dumb brunette in my case. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, and just like act stupid because oh. um, that people don't expect you to have opinions, right? You're there just to, you know, you're functional ah. and just, just huh. to do a job. Yeah. Huh. And if you if you ask it's too many questions, right, you know, um, people are going to say that you're difficult to work with. So, so just yeah. shut up and yeah. I mean, they don't say it in that yeah, way, yeah, but yeah, that's but ha- like that's really what they mean. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so most of my life um I think part of my depression is also because of the fact that I feel like I'm not able to to be myself, not able to um to ask questions, not being not able to uh say what I think and I I didn't live a very empowered life even though Work was great i was getting a lot of work and and getting recognized for my work yeah. but at the same time i didn't feel like i i have a lot of control i didn't feel very empowered so when i turned 50 when i, I re- that's when i realized i'm going to say fuck you to what you think and what you expect of me i have earned the right i have earned the right to to to, to say what mm-hmm. i want yeah. because you know i've i've crossed my half century mark so <laughs> and um yeah so on some level i gained that confidence uh-huh. because just purely of like, you know, crossing that line, that time zone, you know, mm-hmm. of, yeah, becoming 50. So that, that was one big turning point. Okay. The other big one was, I think when um, I had, uh, I, I broke up with my boyfriend of many years. Um, we never intended to get married, but um, he was the rock in my life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So when we broke up, I felt like um, my whole uh, security system was just pulled out of me. I felt completely lost. I felt like, you know, I'm lost in space with no anchor and uh I, I was scared, I was confused. I didn't know what to do in my life because my whole life uh, was I I thought that I'm just going to be with him for the rest of my life uh-huh. and
3: uh-huh.
2: and um and then suddenly I I'm not and and, and I was already quite old. I was really in my 30s. And I just felt like at once you, you know once you 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 pass 35, right? no one's going to take a second look at you because most of the men, especially Asian men, they are looking for someone to bear them children. And once you hit 35, um, past 35, they're not going to see you as marriage material anymore because, you know, after the age of 35, you know, yeah, pregnancy oh, yeah. becomes complicated, whatever. And so, um, so that also made me feel very scared. I kind of felt like, oh, okay, I'm never going to... You know, no, no man is going to want to marry me anymore, and um, yeah, so it was damn scary, la. And it was <laughs> so. Y-
1: you're saying he was your anchor.
2: Yeah, so he was my anchor in my life, mm. and um, and for years after that, I couldn't believe that it it had ended. So I was still living in denial,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I kept thinking that, oh yeah, you know, he just he's just going through a phase. We'll get back together. So one year passed. We didn't get back together. Second year, third year. And the thing is that it's not as if he didn't love me. I think I believe that the love we had was was real. And I be, really believe that he did love me. And And he was, I think, um, also worried about me because he knew that I have a tendency to slide into depression. Mm. So he would call me and, and check on me to make sure that I was okay. All, you know, good intentions. But after about, I think two or three years, I realized that the constant communication is making it very hard for me to move on. I keep, every time he calls me, I had hope that we're going to get back together. And I had to eventually tell him that you got to stop calling me. Even though I really wanted to hear from him, I really wanted to know that he still cared. But I needed to cut it off. Oh wow. uh, That's really strong of you. It was hard. I yeah. mean, I don't know if it was strong, but I think it was survival instinct. Yeah. I just kn- knew that it was something that I had to do at the time. And, and that was a huge thing for me to do because um, at that point when we were in that relationship, I didn't have a very uh, good relationship with my family. Yeah. So he was really my rock in every way. Mm-hmm. His family was my family. Yeah. And once he left, everything, all, everything that gave me security, went along with him Mm. so yeah so it was really like i was completely lost Mm. so um yeah and the thing is that the people that you think were were so um you know were were gonna be there for you Mm. that my acting friends right nobody actually reached out to me and and asked if i was okay zero and and then i realized that oh you know Every time after a production, you know, we tell each other, "Oh, I love you so much." You know, let's k- catch up, whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's just a high of the moment, and once the production is over, everybody are so focused on, Too you much. know, survivor their own individual survivor. Mm-hmm. They they all move on. They forget to ask you know like are you okay they forget to reach out and i i'm guilty of that too because i think i'm the worst for that i i'm sometimes i feel like you know i got nothing to offer people and Mm. so that's why i don't call Mm. that's why i don't reach out Mm. and um i feel like if i cannot be helpful to anybody i don't want to bring people down and so i i don't call and um yeah and and that kind of like made me spiral down even more i kind of like Yeah, my, my sense of self-worth goes down and down and down even more. Um, yeah, so that, that was another huge turning point because um, after that, I, I just kind of thought that I'm just going to need to get a full-time job and, and I actually did <laughs> get a mm. full-time job. Yeah, and I think that kind of helped a bit mm. to um, get me out of the house. and, and
1: What did you jump into this time?
2: Uh, I became a business consultant. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh,
1: sorry, sorry. oh wow! <laughs> it's it's so sort of like t- getting, getting yourself occupied a like, lot.
2: Yeah. What I mean. But yeah. definitely
1: made you a stronger <coughs> person, right?
2: I think I don't know if it made me stronger, but I think um you kind of keep learning in life, right? You just kind of just never stop learning and even when you think you know, um you you still don't really. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: Okay. rest through
1: loss uh, so like that that's
2: for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i mean the thing is that i i think what i learned now that i'm i'm so much older is not to take life too seriously because i was so i was always such a um like a super type a i always yeah. feel like i need to do whatever i do it's got to be perfect it's got to be the best i set really high standards for myself and also for the people around me which is completely nuts because it's completely unrealistic. You cannot yeah, set such uh. high standards for the people around you. People will live life the way they want to live life and you got to kind of like let go and have a bit of fun and see where that takes you. Mm. Say yes and, and and allow things to happen and and you know, have a bit of fun. Don't feel like you need to control everything and 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 make everything perfect. That's yeah, because then, then you're just setting yourself up for failure if you're kind of like expecting things to be perfect and expecting that you have to have such high standards.
1: That, that really hits home because like that's what I'm trying to do. I set very high expectations for myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And like uh, I, I'm having I'm, I'm having streaks of like 100% productivity for like uh, maybe a week. And mm. I'm having two weeks downtime of like full-on depression because I'm so burnt out from, from mm. doing things and like setting... Yeah, now I now I see like wow, I was setting up myself for failure. And like shouldn't control so many aspects and expect so much from from everyone, including myself. Mm. Wow.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's also the same thing that I suffered. That's partly why I think I I spiraled into depression as well, because I, I always expected, yeah, like every single audition I went to, I expect to nail it and get the role that I want. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um and when I didn't like at one one time when I was eighteen and went for a, a, an audition and I didn't get the role that I want, I just stopped going for auditions for two years because I could not believe that I had failed. I never allowed failure, uh, you know, never allowed myself to fail in any way. And when it did happen, it, it really just yeah, crushed. Uh. I was crushed, and I think sometimes that mm. um, that for me anyway was was my own problem and that's why i yeah that's why i just went into depression because i just didn't allow myself to have fun i didn't allow myself to um yeah to just be and 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 learn i just expect that i should know
1: yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know what forced me to actually um kind of give myself a break um when i first came back from the uk right i got hit by a car which um, yeah, it's a really bad car accident, and yeah,
3: that credentials. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, and Whoa. and what happened was because I was like you, right? I would like not <coughs> sleep, not eat, and like yeah, just chong 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 chong, and you know, like if I'm into something. I am just obsessed and mm. I would like not sleep, not eat and, and just like, you know, work on it until it's perfect. Even if I'll, I'll run through it again and again and again and think about all the things that could go wrong and go and fix them. I'm like a super, super micromanager, you know, when it comes to my own whatever project that I'm handling
3: yeah.
2: and and my own life. And, um, and but when the car accident happened, I was forced to rest because... Um, I couldn't just keep operating at no sleep, no food, and that kind of pace. Mm. So I think it's really God's way of telling me that, hey girl, take a break. Uh-huh. So yeah, so I was forced to sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, I was crossing the road and hit by a car, right? And then I suffered head concussion. So I couldn't even like walk a few steps without the whole world spinning. So I have to like stop, stop rest, and then uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So survival. that yeah.
3: Crazy.
2: Yeah, and you know, be kind to yourself. Give yourself breaks. Yes. And yeah, S- actually, what I've started to do is I've actually scheduled in sleep time. Oh. So I make sure that I get home by a certain time. I make sure that I, I actually I get my eight hours nine hours of sleep.
3: Because
1: hmm. oh. right now everything I I'm at a phase where I'm trying everything out. So like I'm I'm scheduling a lot of a lot of crazy things. are uh, people who who people who do have something to offer like crazy, crazy jobs or things like that. New experiences, yeah. so like, it's very, uh, it's very, very tiring. Yeah, maybe I should, should, should be. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, you know, um, I know, I understand but when I was your age, I'm yeah. also the same, I was very hungry, it just, yeah. I didn't want to lose anything, correct, everything correct, correct, correct. that comes my way, I grab, I correct, do, correct. I make the most of it. And um, yeah, and I try and like, you know, schedule I do more meetings than actually that I'm capable of, of meeting? Um, and that's great, um, provided you also practice self-care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, gotta make sure that you give yourself time off, give yourself yeah. the breaks.
0: I think the biggest thing is more of, like, your expectation with yourself. Yeah. That you're very hard on yourself. So, like, one small thing happen, then you'll be like, like, go towards that spiral down. Mm. Then you'll be like, what's wrong with me? Is it my fault? Mm. But, like, you're so hard on yourself, then on things that you cannot control, then Murphy's Law states that everything that can go wrong will go wrong ah, okay. so like when something goes wrong then you cannot function it yeah that's
1: what's happening now right? <laughs> yeah. whenever something yeah. small
2: happens right? yeah
1: so, don't blame yourself
0: yeah, for anything. You your, yeah. like I don't know how to get that point across to you <laughs> like the the best I can do is just keep saying yeah. but I like, like maybe time will tell mm. right maybe time will help Like mm. I, like since you've gone through it like whether or not like, I also don't know when, like, when it comes to depression when it comes to people's expectations, when it comes to your self-confidence mm. all this stuff I feel needs a lot of time uh, for you to <coughs> be aware of it first then after that like uh, slowly tell yourself some more mm. then after a few years you internalise it then one day you just ha hey, okay, like fuck it. Like what the hell, what I have you been doing all along? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that, absolutely, that kind of absolutely.
2: And yeah. what the other thing that I always ask myself, one of the things that I always ask myself is when I start getting that panic, you know, that feeling, right? Especially I, I really hate it when I um because of the way I lead my life, I affect other people's lives. Like if let's say like like if, let's say, I, I I know that you have booked this space and then if I'm late, right? I am very hard on myself if, let's say, I'm late and as a result, I affect other people. And then I, I would, like, sometimes I would just, like, you know, really, like, be really hard on myself and I cannot forgive myself for small things like that. And <coughs> and that's when, you know, the, the spiralling downwards happened for me as well. But now what I do is, I, I always ask myself, you know, what is the worst that can happen? Yeah. You know, just, and then I just ask, just, Let myself my own imagination go. What's the worst possible thing that can happen? I mean, okay. So if this person's angry with me, so what? Okay, if they never ask me to come (laughs) on the show again, so what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just keep asking yourself that so what question, Uh. you know? And then you realize that, oh, all this panic, is all in my own head. I'm just, I'm just panicking, making myself panic. I mean, the other people don't even, don't even care. They don't even give a shit.
0: So yeah. Are, yeah, exactly. Right. Like a lot of times all like when we uh face conflict with another party, we always tend to overthink so much. Yeah. That like, in the end, the guy was just like, what do wh- wh- you think so much? Like, yeah. it's just like that. Like, I'm not even angry. <laughs> and then you be like, like, you thought he's like, he hates you or something like that. Correct? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I, I yeah. mean, like, I feel for those that are more um like, listening to this and kind of like, uh, have low confidence or like uh, don't like have some issues that they're struggling with I still think more of getting like the first step which is awareness that like like everybody else also suffer from this then like you you just need to know that like um you are taking necessary steps to kind of at least be first self-aware that you have this problem then slowly and and surely, by physically, like you know, if we keep telling ourselves like, like as I'm saying, what he has been doing is like, if he feels very depressed, he will at least verbally or do something that will let him know that he's okay. Right? Mm, like he will tell himself, "Say that I'm I'm enough. Yeah, I'm enough. Uh, he will tell himself that or oh, uh, I I'm uh, I'm not that bad as I thought I am like, or something. Tell myself
1: five things that will that will, like I stroke my own ego five yeah. five things. So like I'm after... tall. I have a nice smile, I have a, I have a great family. Yeah. I got friends around me. You know?
0: Like,
2: I'm hot and good looking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so like like all this I feel it's it's really important. Uh another one you can do is if you are feeling for people that are feeling down, um what I usually will do is I will look at hindsight. So uh you just look back to the stuff that you did last time and try to just over exaggerate the the shit that you do before. Mm. So, like, like, oh, uh, last time I did this, like, oh, I went on stage and says this, like, like, like uh, present, or like, oh, I have a lot of friends, or stuff like that, like, something that you can just, like, brag about to yourself, so that, like, you know, like, you see in hindsight, oh, at, at least I did all this stuff, because a lot of times we just get too into what we are doing, mm. then we, like, we feel like, even though, like, um, we are like, we are awesome in the at our, our stuff that we are doing or what, but we always aim higher and we always look for the clouds and it's a never-ending cycle. Yeah. So like you must always look down and see like, oh, how far you've come. Then like, it at least makes you feel a lot better. Mm. So like, I feel these kind of exercises actually will help and like, like you realising that like, like that you... Are uh, enough. Yeah, are enough and that like your... A lot of times it's all this your own expectations that mm. is killing you inside. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah, I totally agree with what you said about, you know, really like um, celebrating your, your, your past victories and knowing that, hey, look, this is so, how much I've accomplished. Look, this is how far I've come yeah. already. Just celebrating that. Another thing that I, I also teach in my corporate training yeah. is um, something from uh, what Stephen Covey uh, talks about in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so have you heard of the uh, Circle of Influence? No, oh,
0: the
1: Five People Wrong, is it?
2: Uh, Not so much that. It's about focusing on the things that you have control over. Mm -hmm. Very often when we get upset, when we get depressed, right, it's because we're focusing on the things that we have absolutely no control over. Like, you know, like uh, that crazy bitch that, that... Yell at me in the you know in the cafeteria uh. that that made me cry right I mean I'm I have no control over this this complete stranger and but I focus so much on that that it really makes me feel so so small yeah. and makes me feel like so lousy about myself right um, so if I keep focusing on all those other things that I have no control over my ability to influence my in my own life shrinks. Mm. All right but if i focus on the things that i have the ability to influence for instance um you know i want to um uh, um, you know, uh, maybe do a particular uh, project mm. which I may be scared about doing, and I keep thinking about should I do or should I not? But I can actually do something about right, so I can actually go and, and make some calls. I can do some research about it, so I begin to feel like oh, I have a lot more control, and it's like hey, this thing can do that like, actually, uh-huh. and then I can I can go and start doing it, and then my ability to have control over my own life starts to grow, and I will begin to feel like my influence in my own life and in the in the, the people around me in my circle of concern starts to grow. Mm. So it's about actually growing your um that circle of influence by focusing on the things that you have control over. And that would actually make you feel um a lot better about your own life. And that's what I, I practice with my life as well. I in one, this is actually one of the most powerful things that has helped me um, with in dealing with my own depression as well. When um, a thought that comes into my head um, that makes me feel lousy, I will, I will ask myself that question. Do I have uh, any ability to control it? Do I have any ability to change it? And then if I realise that the answer is no, I've got no ability to control it, then I will slowly cycle myself to let it go, let mm. it go, let it go i can't I can't focus on it. I shouldn't focus on it because as much as i up, I'm upset about it, as much as I stress about it, I have no ability to control it mm. so let it go and then i and then the next thing I ask myself is I'll look at my own life and ask myself, what are the things that I can do, things that I can control you know then mm. and and then i look and then I do those things Wow, sounds mm. very powerful it I'll is it. it is it changed my life. Oh.
0: Mm. You have to go. Yeah, I think wrap up. Yeah, I think we can wrap it up. I think we have wow. a lot of content. That we, it's a very interesting conversation. Uh, thank you very much. Cause I feel like yeah, it's it's very really awesome to have such a empowering woman. Is that a correct term? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> on on our show. Like we just awesome. Yeah, we yeah awesome. Like, like like I mean, uh, you
2: guys are awesome for doing the show. We we,
0: we, try. we okay. try we try we try very very yeah. Well. <laughs> so like, like like, we always want to let um people out there especially women mm. understand that like um there are a lot of places or a lot of outlets for self-development mm. and i just feel that it's a thing uh it might be a very biased opinion okay mm. but i still feel that a lot of girls in singapore just don't like to tackle that question they their, their root is more of like uh uh grow up Find a husband, get married, have kids. Then that's their life. But I still feel that like actually there's still a lot more out there in life. Mm. And because recently I just had this like uh my my very close uh friends, that they just gave birth at, I mean they have a kid at thirty seven already. So, we were just saying that like or, uh he was saying that he, last time in their mid thirties to late right, um they were fo- so focused on their career and kind of like personal development that they brought the baby forward all the way until so late in their years, Mm. which I felt was a very wise choice uh, because like if you do not know and you don't go through all the things in life that you should go through, Mm. then there's no way you should be a parent. That's mm. my mindset.
2: I totally agree, right? and I think that goes off also for uh, relationships as well. Yeah. I always worry when people like get together when they're very young and then and get married very young because I feel <sighs> like you know you haven't lived life, you don't even know you know what you really want out of uh, exactly. a partner. Yes, and, yeah.
0: Do you even know how to handle conflicts? Do you even yeah. have like any situation you put before? You talk about like like being a, a full grown adult is insane. Yeah. So like, like like it's just crazy how much effort we need to put into it. And, like, there are so much stuff that you need to stumble upon. You must, must learn, you must grow. So, like, it's always a very good journey to go through first, then, like, you know, focus on other stuff. So, like, my, my point of view is just, uh, if any women out there or guy that are listening to this, like, just understand that there's still a lot more things you can do. Not saying that you want to stop now. I'm saying that you want to open your eyes and be self-aware that, hey, uh, actually, there's another side of life that we have not explored. Is it even possible for me to explore it? Yeah. but other than that uh, we like any like if um, if it's for someone that is trying to find themselves um, let's per se career wise and self development because mm. for you you like achieve so much self development is also woohoo yeah. plus 10 uh, like any advice you can give uh, for an individual that is kind of like lost in their life don't know what career to do, don't know what things they should go for, don't know who they are, all this sort of stuff like that. What what would be your go-to?
2: I would say, um, don't feel like you need to live life on other people's terms. Don't feel like you need to define success according to what other people define success as. Um, Success is different from from other people than for you, yourself. So, um, yeah, tune inwards to your own to your own head, to your own voice. Um, don't feel like you need to, you know, um, listen to all the chatter around you and and just because, you know, your classmate um, has scored with, uh, you know, a very high-powered job doesn't mean that, you know, of course, I'm sure there will be some sense of envy, but doesn't mean that that's for you, yeah. right? You know, maybe you're just, yeah, tune into yourself and find out what what really drives you what makes you happy yeah. I mean at the end of the day it's about living a happy fulfilled life For when sure. you're on your deathbed right um, you know your measure of success is not by anybody else's measure but your own yeah. so um, you may have millions and millions in the bank and lots of cars in your garage but if you are not happy then you know then to me it's still a failed life <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah
0: okay guys thank you very much for tuning in to mental dumbbells uh, uh,
1: oh, sorry
0: Send if you're not
1: feeling well you're not feeling great uh, we brought up some of the we brought up some of the helplines that you can call but also you can you can reach out to us on our instagram it's mental dumbbells M E N T A L D U M B L L S. so if you're not feeling well if you're not feeling great don't feel like reaching out to the aware or to imh or to sos you can reach out to us just for someone to talk to and we can just be there for you because I know how it feels to be alone right now, every day. It's the deafening silence and everything and the the overpowering life, you know. But you don't have to go through it alone.
0: You us. So don't hesitate to hit us up. My name is Sen. My name is Arison.
2: And I'm Deborah, Deborah Tang. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. We'll leave her Insta socials down there as well. Yes. You guys want to find the show, right? We'll put it in the de- description as well. Okay.
1: All her credentials. <laughs> yes. The full <laughs> list. Okay.
0: <Nah, Yeah>. But <laughs> okay. Uh. So thank you very much for watching. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay. Awesome. Oh thank god. you, guys. Oh my god.
2: Oh my <laughs>
1: 33.
3: Okay, i use the washroom. You
1: okay? Yeah, dying. Not loud. It's very loud